Hello, welcome to Jivamuti Yoga with Jessica Stickler. That's me, and this is a Jivamuti Yoga class that has been recorded live at the Jivamuti Yoga Center in Jersey City. Um, if you like the podcast, please uh, please go to my website and uh, make a donation. Um, I keep the podcasts up there for free uh, for you to listen to while you travel or work, or for those of you that are uh, far away from a center of your own. Uh, but I do, uh, I do put a lot of time and effort into the podcast, so the donations definitely help. Um, you can go visit my website, yogastickler.com, and on the homepage on the upper right-hand corner, there's a button uh, labeled Donate. Um, anything helps, as I said. Uh, even if, you, if you've been listening to the podcast a while, uh, imagine a, a $1 per podcast donation, um, which is significantly less than what a live class would run you these days. Uh, that, that helps a, a, a whole lot for me, uh, keeping these, uh, podcasts going. Also, if you like the podcast, but sometimes it's a little confusing because there isn't a visual to go along with them. I am working on a solution to that, but in the meantime, uh, in the meantime, feel free to visit jivamuktiyogalive.com. Those are uh, recorded in the Jivamukti Jersey City studio, and they're put up live. There's a handful of fresh classes that go up every single week, as well as uh, certain workshops and extended programs uh, that are made available through that site. So you can uh, sign up, jivamuktiyogalive.com, and then you'll have sort of a visual reference as we're going through the class. So if I'm teaching something a little unusual or we're doing something that you don't recognize, um, the instructions for it, that can be really helpful. Okay, uh, without further ado, here is your class. Happy practicing, everyone. Okay, uh, if you want to follow along in the book, page five, number 16, don't freak out. I know it looks long. <laughs> I know it looks long and complicated, but once we get going, you'll see there's, a, um, there's like a sensible melody, <laughs> sensible. Nisan God V. 
Just that last part. that first word satsang satsang means to like come together to gather together uh, for the purpose of, of bringing each other closer to the truth 
So it's um, sometimes satsang gets loosely translated as community. It, it, it is, I mean, that's partial, partially correct, um, but it's like this special sense of community in that, um, in that the, the purpose of it is to move towards truth and to uplift one another towards truth, yeah? Um, so, <laughs> getting together for this purpose, right? Uh, this, this special kind of company, this special kind of community, this special kind of coming together gives rise to non-attachment. From non-attachment comes freedom from delusion. With freedom from delusion, one feels the changeless reality. Wow. Worth the price of admission, I'd say. Experiencing that changeless reality, one attains liberation in this life. Jivan Mukti. Boy, that word sounds familiar. Jivan Mukti. So Jiva, Jiva is the individual, and Mukti means liberation or freedom. And, um, and so it's very interesting to see these two words coming together in this, uh, in this mantra, uh, satsang or community, and Jiva, the individual. And how do those two things um, relate to one another. And I would say that, you know, um, you know, part of, part of sort of having healthy community is being sort of, uh, having sort of a healthy sense of self. And having a healthy sense of self uh, is intertwined with having sort of a healthy sense of community. And the two um, are best when they're in balance. Right, like if you um, if you get out of balance in one direction or the other, it can lead to problems. Like if you're so if you're so community minded that you, and uh, you're sort of you know maybe and maybe it stems from a sense of compassion or a sense of community mindedness, but you're so other directed that you sort of lose that sense of individual self, then that's that's not good, right? Um, and those communities aren't particularly healthy when, when you see them from, you know, from that perspective. Um, and, um, but if the, if the sort of individual gets out of balance and there's just like too much individuation and not enough uh, other awareness, then that can also get out of balance, right? Like big time. <laughs> And so I think for ourselves, like, we can, um, you know, part of what's cool about the practices is there's this sense of, like, if you tend to, if you tend to be more imbalanced on one side or the other, there's, a there's an opportunity to sort of move towards the middle, move towards a, a place of balance. So if, if we tend to be a person who's more other-minded, perhaps to our own detriment, we can start to develop a, a, a secure and grounded sense of self. And if we're more, uh, you know, in individuated and we, you know, we're used to kind of like speaking our mind and saying whatever and, you know, doing what we, we want to do because I'm an individual, that that can also be softened and balanced towards a more other-mindedness, right? And we do this all the time. Like even in yoga class, it's a good example of, of the time when 
even though you're here for your individual practice and uh, each of us, even though we're all sort of doing the same movements, each of us is experiencing something somewhat different on an individual level. And um, there are, but, but having come into this room, we've all sort of, we've all sort of tacitly agreed to us to a set of sort of community standards in this space. Like it would be so weird if right now, while I was talking, like someone broke out the cell phone and started making phone calls or someone like opened breakfast and like started, right? There's things that we like don't do in this room because it would feel a little out of, out of step, right? And like if you're at the dinner table, you're not gonna like start breaking out your handstand practice, right? So, so as we sort of move in and out of the various communities that we touch throughout the day, whether it's the family part of the community or the yoga class part of the community or the workplace part, um, as we sort of like move in and out of these different miniature communities, there's, there's these sort of collective agreements that we, that we may not even make consciously, but we make them in order to sort of make that community experience smoother and better, right? Um, and there are going to be times in class when we're like moving together on purpose because there's something um, very like beautiful and transformative about moving together. And then there's going to be times in the class when you can move on your own and have a little bit more individual expression of your practice, and I'll let you know when those times are. <laughs> Speaking of doing, like, moving in your own individual way, <laughs> you know, there's a difference between, like, modifying and paying attention to your body and, and exploring a pose or exploring a part of the practice for yourself and just, like, doing your own thing. You know, and it can be, it can honestly be quite distracting if, if Sybil just decided, you know what, I don't really enjoy Jessica's sequence today, so I'm just going to like do whatever I want. <laughs> I'm always using Sybil as the example. <laughs> Sybil never does that, right? But <laughs> that, that's why she's a perfect example for this hypothetical example, right? Um, uh, anyway, uh, you know, it's fine to move on your own to some extent, but, but always ask yourself a couple of things. Like, who, first of all, who's around me in terms of like, if I'm doing my own wild thing, am I gonna, you know, accidentally kick someone or throw a hand in someone's face or like uh, otherwise endanger them? And who's around me in terms of like, are there beginners around me who are trying to follow along in the class and it might be hard for them to follow along and know what to do if I'm doing this whole separate thing, right? So, you know, those are the choices you make. You kind of, you kind of like, yes, I want you to feel like you can move and express yourself in class, but I also want to, you know, balance that with a, with a sense of community awareness, right? So whenever you're sort of making those choices in class, you can, you can think about balancing those two things. <laughs> okay, uh, let's come into Downward Facing Dog. So 
Start to tune into the breath. Noticing the breathing and bringing, bringing the breath, which itself is an unconscious activity for most of the time, for most of our day, into the realm of conscious awareness. And then starting to deepen the breath in both directions, deeper, fuller inhales than you might take throughout the regular course of the day, fuller, more complete exhales than you might take throughout the regular course of the day. And then adding a little bit more sound than you might normally. So um, soft, whispery sound on both the inhales and the exhales. With your next inhale, come forward into a plank pose. Exhale, lower the knees, the chest, and the chin down to the floor. Inhale, slide forward into cobra. Exhale, tuck the toes under, move the seat back to the feet, and then extend the legs downward facing dog. Inhale, come forward into a plank pose. Exhale, lower the knees, the chest, the chin to the floor. Inhale, slide forward into cobra. Exhale, tuck the toes, seat back to the feet, then extend the legs, downward facing dog. Inhale, come forward into a plank pose. Exhale, lower chaturanga. Inhale, upward facing dog. Exhale, downward facing dog. Soften the knees, start to walk the feet forward towards the hands and fold forward over the legs. Separate the feet about, mat width distance apart or so, bend the knees, come into a deep squatting position, hands together at the center of the chest. Even though we're squatting down, try to lift up tall in the upper body. Think of lifting the crown of the head up towards the ceiling. Spread open the front of the chest and the collarbones. Bring the hands down to the floor. Raise the hips up and fold forward over the legs. Heel toe the feet all the way together now. Bring the arms behind the back. Lace the fingers together into one fist. Stretch the arms. Inhale, bend the knees. Open the chest, look forward. Exhale, extend the legs and fold forward. Inhale, bending. Exhale, extending. Inhale, bend. Exhale, extend the legs and fold. That's it. Now, uh, bring your attention to your hands and notice which thumb is starting, which thumb is on top. So switch the thumbs and then switch the interlace of the fingers so you have the opposite interlace going. Inhale, bend the knees, look forward. Exhale, extend the legs and fold. Inhale, bend, look forward, open across the chest. Exhale, extend and fold. One more time, inhale, bend. Exhale, extend, release the arms. Bring the hands to the waist. With an inhale, lift all the way upright to a standing position. Exhale, step the feet together, arms alongside the body. 
Inhale, reach the arms up overhead, palms of the hands pressed together, look upwards. Exhale, fold forward, hands to the floor beside the feet. Inhale, lift head and chest. Exhale, hop or step back to Chaturanga, lower halfway down. Inhale, upward facing dog. Exhale, downward facing dog. Inhale, exhale, one. Inhale, exhale, two. Inhale, exhale, three. Inhale, exhale, four. Inhale, exhale, bend the knees. Inhale, hop or step the feet to the hands. Exhale, fold forward. Inhale, stand up, reach the arms up. Exhale, arms alongside the body. Inhale, reach up, hands touch together, look up. Exhale, fold forward, hands to the floor. Inhale, halfway lift. Exhale, hop or walk back, chaturanga. Inhale, upward facing dog. Exhale, downward facing dog. The purpose of having it there is to get your knuckles to press down. Also, your hands are still too narrow. Too narrow. Yeah. Two. Inhale. Exhale, three. Inhale. Exhale, four. Inhale. Exhale, five. Bend the knees. Inhale, hop or step the feet to the hands. Exhale, fold forward. Inhale, stand up, reach the arms up. Exhale, release the arms. Again, inhale, reach up, hands touch together, look up. Exhale, fold forward, hands to the floor. Inhale, halfway lift. Exhale, hop or walk back, chaturanga. Inhale, upward facing dog. Exhale, downward facing dog. Breathe in. Breathe out, one. Inhale. Exhale, two. Inhale. Exhale, three, inhale, exhale, four, inhale, exhale, five, bend knees, inhale, hop or step feet to hands, exhale, fold forward, inhale, stand up, reach the arms overhead, exhale, arms alongside the body, inhale, bend the knees, reach the arms up, Utkatasana. Exhale, hands to the floor, fold forward. Inhale, halfway lift, look forward. Exhale, hop or walk back, chaturanga. Inhale, upward dog. Exhale, downward dog. Inhale, step the right foot forward. Turn the back heel down, lift up, warrior one. Exhale, hands to the floor, step back, slowly lower chaturanga. Inhale, inhale upward facing dog. Exhale, downward facing dog. Inhale, left foot steps forward. Virabhadrasana, one. Reach up. Good. Exhale, hands to the floor. Step back, chaturanga. Inhale, upward facing dog. Exhale, downward facing dog. Breathe in. Breathe out, one. Inhale. Exhale, two. Inhale. Exhale, three. Good. Inhale. Exhale, four. Inhale. 
Exhale, five, bend the knees. Inhale, hopper, step feet to hands. Exhale, fold forward. Inhale, bend the knees, reach the arms up, Utkatasana. Exhale, stand up, release the arms. Inhale, bend the knees, reach the arms up, Utkatasana. Exhale, hands to the floor, fold forward. Inhale, lift head and chest. Exhale, hopper, walk back to Chaturanga. Inhale, upward facing dog. Exhale, downward facing dog. Inhale, step the right foot forward. Turn the back heel down. Lift up, warrior one. Exhale, hands to the floor. Step back, lower chaturanga. Inhale, upward dog. Exhale, downward dog. Inhale, left foot steps forward. Virabhadrasana one, reach up. Exhale, hands to the floor. Step back, lower chaturanga. Inhale, upward facing dog. Exhale, downward facing dog. Breathe in. Breathe out one. Inhale. Exhale two. Inhale. Exhale three. Inhale. Exhale four. Inhale. Exhale, five, bend the knees. Inhale, hopper, step forward. Exhale, fold forward. Inhale, bend the knees, reach the arms up. Exhale, stand up, release the arms. Inhale, bend knees, reach up, Utkatasana. Exhale, hands to the floor, fold forward. Inhale, lift head and chest. Exhale, hopper, walk back, Chaturanga. Inhale, upward facing dog. Exhale, downward facing dog. If you need it to be thicker, then roll it thicker this way. But don't have, you know, have most of your hand on the floor. Just the last little bit of your hand on that. Okay. Um, what are we doing? Oh, yeah. Inhale, right foot forward, warrior one. <laughs> Exhale, hands to the floor, step back, chaturanga. Inhale, upward dog. Exhale, downward dog. Inhale, left foot steps forward. Virabhadrasana, one, reach up. Exhale, hands to the floor. Step back, chaturanga. Just the last little centimeter of the hand. Upward dog. Exhale, downward dog. Breathe in. Breathe out, one. Inhale. Exhale, two. Inhale. Exhale, three. Inhale. Exhale, four, inhale. Exhale, bend the knees. Inhale, hopper, step the feet to the hands. Exhale, fold forward. Inhale, bend the knees, reach the arms up, Utkatasana. Exhale, stand up, release the arms. Good, bend the knees, reach up. Chair pose, Utkatasana. This time as you exhale, hands to prayer, twist to the right side. Hook the left upper arm outside of the right knee. Breathe in. Breathe out, one. Inhale, feet and knees together. Exhale, two. Squeeze the inner knees together. Exhale, three. Inhale. Exhale, four. Inhale. Exhale, five. Uh, bend the knees even more deeply now. Reach the left hand down to touch the floor or touch a block if it's hard to reach the floor. Reach the left arm up. Exhale. Inhale. Exhale, two. Inhale. Exhale, three. Left upper arm pressing against the right leg to twist deeper. Four. Inhale. 
Exhale, good. Stay in your twist. Step the left foot back for standing spinal twist. The left arm and the right leg still pressing together. If that's not happening, then take the hands back into prayer so that you can leverage the left upper arm against the right leg. So bring the hands to prayer so you can actually push the left arm against the right leg. Yeah, that's it. Three, two more breaths here. Inhale. Exhale, four. Inhale. Exhale, five. Inhale, step forward. Feet together. Exhale, palms of the hands pressed together. Keep the knees bent. Inhale, reach up to the center. Exhale, stand up, release the arms. Good. Inhale, bend the knees. Reach the arms up. Utkatasana. Exhale, hands to prayer, twist to the left side. Hook the right upper arm outside of the uh, left leg. Feet and knees all the way together. Exhale. So feet touching, knees touching. Exhale, three. Inhale. Exhale, four. Inhale. Exhale, bend the knees more. Reach the right hand down to touch the floor or a block if the floor seems a little out of reach. Reach the left arm up. Exhaling. Inhale. Exhale, two. Inhale. Exhale, three. Inhale. Exhale, four. Inhale. Exhale, stay in your twist. Step the right foot back to a long lunge for standing spinal twist. Good. And then put the hands back in prayer if it feels like the right arm and the left leg aren't together anymore. Exhale, two. Inhale. Exhale, three. Inhale. Exhale, four. Inhale. Exhale, five. Stay in your twist. Inhale, step forward. Feet together. Stay in your twist. Exhale, palms of the hands press. Keep the knees bent. Inhale, reach up to the center. Chair pose. Exhale, stand up. Arms alongside the body. Bring your hands to your waist. Step your feet four or five inches apart or hop them apart. With an inhale, lift your shoulders up and plug them back. Squeeze the inner elbows towards each other. As you exhale, fold all the way forward over both legs. Grab hold of the big toes with the peace sign fingers of each hand. Inhale, lift the head and the chest. Look forward, lengthen the arms, lengthen the legs. Exhale, fold forward, good. Keep breathing. Do your best to extend your legs, meaning if they don't literally straighten today, that's okay. But you keep working towards straightening. So you're lifting the backs of the knees up towards the backs of the hips. Good. Inhale, look forward. Slide the palms of the hands underneath the soles of the feet and exhale, fold forward. Again, taking the head down as if to bring your nose to the space between your knees. Three, good, that's it. Four, five, good. Inhale, look forward. Release the hands out from under there. Separate your feet about as wide apart as the width of your mat. Bend the knees and come into a deep squatting position, just like we did in that warm-up. Now this time, reach the left arm in front of the left leg. Right arm reaches up and back. And then you can either keep the arms open like this, or you can take the arms around behind the back and connect the hands together. Keep looking all the way over the right shoulder and breathing. Exhale. Inhale. Exhale, two. Even out the weight between the right and left foot. Exhale, three. Try to bring some weight into the pinky side of the feet. Four. Inhale. 
Exhale. Now, if the hands are connected, backtracking, press the left hand down, right arm up, just the way we came in. And then exhale, hands together at the center. Other side. Right arm reaches in front of the right leg. Left arm reaches up and back. Either keep the arms open like this or take the arms around behind and connect for a bind. Breathe in. Breathe out one. Even out the weight in the right and left foot. Exhale two. And between the big toe side of the foot and pinky toe side of the feet. Three. Inhale. Exhale four. Inhale. Exhale. If the hands are connected, press the right hand down, left arm up. Everybody exhale, hands together at the center. Bring the hands down to the floor. Raise the hips up and fold forward over the legs. And then keep the feet a bit on the wider side, but just pivot the heels a little wider so that the pinky toe edge of the foot is parallel to the side edge of your mat. So take this side of your foot and make it parallel to the side edge of your mat. Then come up onto the fingertips. Make like two little tents with your hands. Straighten your legs as best you can. Hands are under the shoulders. And then firm up the upper legs. So your knees are straight and you're trying to firm up the upper legs. Now keep the left hand where it is. Bring the right hand to the left ankle. Mm-hmm. I know. It's like twister, right? Right hand green, left hand yellow. Okay. Start to spread the elbows to the right and left side to draw your nose closer to your right leg. See, though, that you didn't shift over towards the left. You should still be able to press down hard into the right foot. So even weight across the two feet. Good, and then come back to the center, fingertips, and then take the left hand to the right ankle and pull on the ankle. Spread the elbows to the right and left side in order to bring your nose closer to your right leg. Good. Come back up onto the fingertips. And then uh, we're going to move into crow pose. So you can walk the feet a little bit closer together. Uh, press the hands all the way flat down into the floor. Place the knees high up onto the backs of the upper arms. And then start to shift the weight forward into the hands. So today might just be about practicing shifting weight forward into the hands. Maybe one foot lifts up at a time. Maybe both feet lift up. Yeah, try lifting one. Yeah, try lifting two. Good. And then wherever you are, hop or walk back to Chaturanga. Inhale, upward facing dog. Exhale, downward facing dog. Inhale, step the right foot forward. Turn the back heel down. Lift up, warrior one. Exhale, open hips and arms to the side, warrior two. Inhale, straighten the right leg. Exhale, reach to the right for triangle pose. Place the right hand on the right leg. Left arm reaches up. And then for today's practice, let's do this. Turn so that the back of the right hand is touching up against the middle of the calf flesh there, the lower leg, and the palm of the hand is open towards the wall we're facing, and then you're going to press your right hand against your right leg to see if you can open up the chest and the arms a bit more. Got it. Inhale, lift all the way upright to a standing position. Exhale, bend the right knee. Reach down and grab hold of the right big toe. Yogic toe lock. Exhale, extend the right leg. Straighten it. Left arm still reaching straight up, too. So, 
again, I'm using this word extend on purpose rather than straight because straight is a, it's like a position, right? So even if the leg isn't straight, you're still working on extending it. Extending is an action, right? And straight is just a, a position. Good, inhale, lift all the way upright. Exhale, bend the left knee. Place the left hand down inside of the left foot. Right arm reaches straight up. Then you're gonna move your right hand back about one hand's length distance. So your hand is now behind where your hand used to be a second ago. <laughs> Lean your right shoulder back against your right leg strongly and then keep those two things pressing together as you try to straighten your right leg. But keep your arm pressing against your leg as you do it. Yeah, that's it. Bend the right knee again. Again, lean the right arm back against the right leg. Keep those two things pressing against one another as you extend the right leg. So it's like you're using your right arm to help you open up that inseam part of the upper leg. Bend the right knee, both hands to the floor, plank pose. Exhale, chaturanga. Inhale, upward facing dog. Exhale, downward facing dog. Inhale, step the left foot forward, warrior one, reach up. Exhale, open hips and arms to the side, warrior two. Inhale, extend the left leg. Exhale, reach to the left, trikonasana, triangle pose. Left hand down, right arm up. And again, bring the left hand so that the back of the hand is touching the in, inner lower leg and the palm of the hand is facing the wall we're facing. So with that open, palm, press the back of the hand into the leg and see if that helps you turn the chest open more and spread the arms more. Three, four, inhale, lift all the way upright to a standing position. Exhale, bend the left knee, reach down and grab hold of the left big toe yoga toe lock and then slowly start to extend the left leg. So again, if it doesn't fully straighten, that's okay. But uh, keep working towards extension by pushing the left foot down into the floor. Good. Inhale, lift all the way upright. Exhale, bend the left knee. Place the left hand down inside of the left foot, right arm reaches straight up. Move your left hand back about a hand's length distance, so your hand is now behind where your hand just was. And then lean your left arm back against your left leg. Keep your arm pressing against your leg as you extend the left leg. Do that one more time. Bend the left knee, lean the left arm back against the left leg, and then start to straighten the left leg. Good, that's it. Bend the left knee, both hands to the floor, step into plank pose. Exhale, chaturanga. Inhale, upward facing dog. Exhale, downward facing dog. Inhale, step the right foot forward, warrior one. 
Exhale, open hips and arms to the side, warrior two. Inhale, straighten the right leg. Move the feet a little bit farther away from one another, so resetting the feet for a longer stance. Exhale, bend the right knee like warrior two. Reach down with the right hand and grab hold of the front of the right ankle with the right hand, good. As you squeeze the front of the ankle with the right hand, again, lean the right arm back against the right leg. Almost like we just did when we were in that triangle pose, but this time the right knee is gonna stay bent for like an extended side angle variation. As you're pressing the tricep area or the back of the right arm against the right leg, see if you can tuck the right hip even more in and underneath the side body. Inhale, lift all the way upright to a standing position. Straighten both legs. Exhale, bend the right knee. Place the right hand down on the floor outside of the right foot. Reach the left arm over the left ear for extended side angle. Left fingertips reaching towards the window side of the room. Two, that's it. Three, can you bring some more weight into the pinky toe edge? Four, inhale. Exhale, good. Bring both hands to the floor. Uh, move the back foot in a little bit closer and turn the toes at a little bit more of a forward angle towards the upper left corner of the mat. Inhale, lift the head, lift the chest, lengthen the front of the trunk. Exhale, fold towards the right leg. Extend both legs. Extend both legs. Try to have the front knee moving towards a straight position. Three. Good, inhaling, bend the right knee. As you exhale, you're gonna step into seated spinal twist. So bring the left knee behind the right foot. Come to sit down. Inhale, reach the left arm up. Exhale, twist to the right side. One, two, three, four, five. Good, turn to face forward. And as you exhale, twist the other way. Inhale, turn to face forward, stack up the legs for ankle to knee pose. Exhale, fold forward. One. With an inhale, lift all the way upright. Bend both knees into the chest. Cross the ankles, right ankle over left ankle. Press the hands down into the floor. Lift up whatever can be lifted up. Exhale, make your way back to Chaturanga. Inhale, upward facing dog. Exhale, downward facing dog. Inhale, step the left foot forward. Virabhadrasana one. Exhale, open hips and arms to the side. Inhale, straighten the left leg. Reset the feet for a longer stance. Exhale, bend the left knee. Reach down with the left hand and hold the, uh, hold the front of the left ankle. Squeeze the front of the ankle and lean the back of the arm, the tricep area, back into that left knee. And at the same time, see if you can tuck the outer left hip more in and underneath you. With an inhale, lift all the way upright to a standing position. Straighten both legs. Exhale, bend the left knee. Left hand down outside of the left foot. Reach the right arm over the right ear. Extended side angle A. Three. Mm-hmm. Four. Four. 
Inhale, both hands to the floor. Sneak the back foot in a little bit closer and turn the toes a little bit more at a forward angle. Straighten both legs. Inhale, lift and lengthen. Exhale, fold forward. Parsvottanasana. Uh, Good. Inhale, bend the left knee. Exhale, step into seated spinal twist. Inhale, reach the right arm up. Exhale, twist to the left side. Inhale, turn to face forward. Exhale, counter twist. Inhale, turn to face forward. Stack up the legs for ankle to knee pose. Exhale, fold forward. Inhale, lift all the way upright. Bend both knees into the chest. Cross the left ankle over the right ankle. Press the hands down into the floor. Lift up whatever can be lifted up. Exhale, Chaturanga. Inhale, upward dog. Exhale, downward dog. Bend the knees and look forward. <clears throat> Hop or step the feet up to the hands. Exhale, fold forward. Inhale, stand up, reach the arms up overhead. Exhale, arms alongside the body. Turn to the right. Open the feet wide. Turn the toes a little bit in towards each other. Heels a little bit out. Hands on your waist. Lift the shoulders up and plug them back. Squeeze the inner elbows towards one another. Exhale, fold forward over the legs. So uh, place the hands on the floor between the feet. If they're not reaching the floor, then you can either take the feet wider apart or you can put your hands on blocks or even both of those things at the same time. Good. Turn the toes in so that there's no turnout on the feet at all. Little bit turned in, if anything. Three. Good. Spread the toes. Spread the soles of the feet. With an inhale, lift the head and the chest. Look forward. Exhale, hands on your waist. Inhale, stand up. Exhale, a breath out. Find your two blocks, and you're going to set your two blocks in a stack over by where your right foot just was. You might have to step your feet a little closer together for now. Yeah. So stand up. Okay. So now you're going to step your right foot onto those blocks. Yeah. And then wiggle, heel toe your left foot a little wider into that straddle. Not as wide of a straddle as you took without the blocks there because it's much more difficult to balance with the blocks there, right? And then here's another thing. The blocks, because, of the, because it's a stack of blocks, it can be a little more unsteady. If you find it's just a little too wiggly for you, remove one block and just leave the, uh, the foot on the one block, yes? Okay, so hands together at the center of the chest. Keep the center of the chest lifted. As you exhale, bend the right knee and shift your hips toward the right. Keep both heels down and the chest lifting. Inhale, back up to the center. Exhale, bend the left knee. 
Inhale, center. Exhale, right side. Inhale, center. Exhale, left side. Inhale, center. Exhale, right. Inhale, center. Exhale, left. Good. Inhale, center. That was three rounds. Do two more rounds. So right and left side twice through with your breath. Keep both, foot pressing, both feet pressing down. Don't let any part of the left foot lift up. Keep it pressing down. Yes. Good. When you're finished, step off of your blocks and turn around to face the other side of the room. Step the left foot onto the two blocks. Heel to the right foot a little bit wider to a medium straddle, not quite as wide as the straddle you would do without the blocks there. Bring your hands to your waist, I mean, uh, sorry, hands to heart center. Exhale, bend the left knee, shift the hips to the left. Inhale, back to the center. Exhale, right side. Inhale to the center, exhale left side. Inhale to the center, exhale right side. Good. Inhale to the center, do three more rounds on your own. Go ahead, right and left side thrice. Good. When you're finished, step off of those blocks and move the blocks off to the side. We'll stay facing the left side of the room, the equipment side of the room. Open the feet wide again, wide straddle. Turn the toes a little bit in. Hands on your waist. Inhale, lift your chest, arch back. Exhale, fold forward. This time, reach out and grab hold of the ankles. Holding onto the ankles, bend the elbows out to the right and left side and draw the crown of the head closer to the floor, even if it's nowhere near the floor. Three. Inhale, lift the head and the chest, look forward, release the hands to the floor. Move your feet about six inches closer than where they are now. And then turn the fingers all the way around to face the other side of the room. So your hands are pointing back. And then walk your hands and your arms through your legs, all the way through. Yep. And then I like to even pull a little bit on the floor. So I'm using my fingerprints to kind of pull myself more under my legs. Yes. Let the head go with. Yeah. Straighten the knees even more. Good, walk the hands forward, lift the head and the chest, and then heel toe your feet like six inches closer together. So now you want your feet to be almost like just a little bit wider than hip width distance, just a touch wider. Bend both of your knees, reach your arms around the backs of the legs like you're gonna hug your legs, and then feed the hands through between the legs. Then tuck your chin to your chest, grab hold of your ears or whatever you can grab hold of, and fold forward. Push the, push the uh, backs of the knees against the arms. So it's like the knees are giving the arms, no, 
out. There you go. In. There we go. So it's like the arms are giving a little bit of resistance to the backs of the legs. So you're actively like pushing the backs of the knees against the arms. Good. Lift the head and the chest. Fingertips to the floor. Take a big inhale. Look forward. Exhale. Hands on your waist. Inhale, lift all the way up to a standing position. And then uh, turn to face front. Step forward on the mat, feet together. Arms alongside the body. Inhale, reach the arms up overhead. Exhale, hands to the floor. Fold forward. Inhale, halfway lift. Exhale, hop or walk back, chaturanga. Inhale, upward facing dog. Exhale, downward facing dog. Walk the hands a bit closer together, so it's almost like your thumbs want to come to touch. Bend your knees, so bring the hands close together so that your, hand, your thumbs could almost touch. Bend your knees, hop your feet to the outsides of your hands, so hop wide, bend the knees and come into a squatting position. What happened? All right, won't ask. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Hands to the floor, straighten the legs, fold forward. Let the head hang down for a moment. Let the arms hang down. Keep your feet wide. Keep your feet wide. Now, soften both of your knees and reach your arms between your legs. Tuck your right upper arm behind your right knee and tuck your left upper arm behind your left knee. Grab hold of the backs of the ankles and try to straighten the legs against the resistance of the arms. Mm -hmm. That's it. Good. Okay, keep the arms as much behind the legs as you possibly can. Now bend the knees quite a lot. Press the palms of the hands down into the floor behind your heels with the fingers pointing forward towards the windows. Forward towards the windows. The, bend the elbows, that's it. Bend the elbows and rest your, the weight of your legs on your upper arms. Then see if you can pick up your feet. If your feet are lifting up, send your feet forward for Tittibasana Firefly Pose. Good. Feet lifting forward. Feet lifting forward. Rest. Sit down. Sit down. Rest. Rest means rest. <laughs> okay, look. We're going to try again with these blocks. Sometimes the difficulty arises because we can't get the hands properly on the floor. Well, if the hands aren't pressing down to the floor, then, there's, then nothing else is going to happen, right? So I bring my blocks behind my heels like this. And then look, I'm not trying to get the full hand and the fingers onto the surface of the blocks. I'm actually going to grab the front of the block and let my fingers dangle off the front edge there. Then notice how... Notice how I'm not just taking my feet forward. If all I do is kick my feet forward, I'm going to fall backwards, okay? So I also have to lift my rear at the same time I'm lifting my feet. Did you see that? Did it happen? Yes. So both sides. Think of equal opposite direction to balance, yeah? Okay, so give it one more try for today. Place the blocks behind each of the heels. Oh, I took them. Sorry. 
So one block behind each heel. Feet wide. Feet need to be much wider. Yeah. Good. Hands on the blocks with the fingers dangling off the front edge. And then, so your arms are inside of your legs. Your arms are in between your legs. Yeah. And then stick the feet forward and see if you can lift the butt up. Butt up. Butt up. Lift your butt. Lift your butt. And then as gracefully or not, <laughs> sit down. Well, you know, sometimes you hear teachers say, like, gracefully make your way into a seat. Not everything has to be graceful to be a success. Come on. Okay, extend the legs forward. I think that's a confusing message. <laughs> Fold forward, Paschimottanasana. In fact, you know, when we're learning a new pose, there's a lot of, like, awkwardness and a lot of mistakes and a lot of clumsiness and a lot of like mishaps you know on the way to learning the pose so it's okay if it's not graceful all the time right Good. Lift all the way up to a seated position. Take the legs open to a wide straddle and fold forward Upavista Konasana. Either reach for the floor in front of you or hold onto the feet. Good. Lift all the way up to a seated position. Bend both knees into the chest. Open the knees out to the sides and then move your heels a little bit more forward so that your legs are making more of a diamond shape for Tarasana. Bring the forehead towards the insteps of the feet. If the forehead does not touch the insteps of the feet, you can either like stack your fists up and rest your forehead on your fists or you can even put a block on the insteps of the feet and rest the forehead onto it. Good, lift all the way upright to a seated position. And then take the heels of the feet about as wide as the width of the mat. Yeah, and then flex the feet and turn the feet out to the sides so that the toes point out to the right and the left side. The soles of the feet are facing forward towards the front of the room. Hold onto the ankles. Pull on the ankles to lengthen uh, tall through the upper, uh, through the trunk. <laughs> Reach the left arm underneath the left leg. Right arm reaches up and back. Now again, you can keep the arms open like this, or you can take a bind by wrapping the left arm around the upper left leg and taking the right arm behind the back. Keep breathing. Keep both feet flexing. There is a tendency to sort of lean more towards the left side. So see if you can on purpose press the right side of the buttocks down so that you're more even.
Good. If the hands are connected together, take a moment to spread open the arms again. Left hand down, right arm up. And then grab hold of the ankles with both hands. Sit up tall. Reach the right arm underneath the right leg. Left arm reaches up and back. Good. And then take the arms around behind the back if you did so on the first side. Feet are still flexing. And then notice how because the upper body is more on the right side, there's a tendency to lean into the right buttock a bit more. So see if you can press the left side down so you're a bit more even. Good, press the right hand down, reach the left arm up. And then grab hold of both ankles. Pull on the ankles to sit up tall. Uh, turn the toes to face forward and put the soles of the feet on the floor. So your feet are still pretty wide, but now the toes are, are pointing forward. Reach the left arm underneath the left leg, uh -huh, and reach the left arm towards the back of the room. See if you can wedge the round part of your upper arm bone as much behind your left knee as possible. And then reach your right arm underneath your right leg. Right arm reaching towards the back of the room, and again, see if you can get the leg a little bit higher up the right upper arm, maybe even over the round part of the shoulder. Then start to slide your feet forward, bringing the trunk more forward towards the floor for Kurmasana tortoise. Actually, tortoise is a good is a good pose for this uh, for this idea, right? They they're sort of solitary individuals swimming swimming around and eating and doing their turtle thing, and then like once a year, they all come together on the same moon on the same beach <laughs> to lay all their eggs. So. <laughs> I always wondered, how do they know? How do they know? Okay, lift all the way upright. <laughs> and then come into a child's pose. Uh, headstand practice, stretch the arms forward, interlace the hands together into one fist, place the head on the floor behind the hands, and then uh, tucking the toes under, lift the knees up away from the floor, so you're in like a half downward dog shape, but, but uh, with the head on the floor, and then start to walk the feet in closer towards the face. As an option, you could keep both feet on the floor today, or as an option, you could lift one knee into the chest and keep the other foot on the floor, or you could lift both knees into the chest and come on up into supported headstand. Salamba Sarvangasana, I mean, uh, Salamba Shirshasana, excuse me. Mm -mm. Knee into the chest, not up. 
not up. Mm -mm. Look, bend the knee in. No, straighten both legs. Just bend this knee in, in, not up. Okay, squeeze in. Even the, I mean, one of the beauties of the Jiva Mukti method is how it sort of combines both of these principles as well. Like, no matter where in the world you take a Jiva Mukti yoga class, there's going to be a, a certain amount that's the same anywhere you go. So certain sort of guidelines and structures to, to make it feel uh, familiar. <laughs> and then within that, we're, we're given a bit of leeway so that the individual teacher can express something about the a pose or express some, some sequence or express some sort of idea. So that, that wonderful sort of combination between, between uh, sort of the, the group expectations or the sort of format or the formula and that spark of, of individual. In. Okay, good. Come on down and rest in child's pose. Downward facing dog. Adho Mukha Svanasana. Inhale, come forward into a plank pose. Exhale, chaturanga. Inhale, upward facing dog. Exhale, downward facing dog. Inhale, plank pose. Exhale, lower the knees, the chest, and the chin to the floor. Inhale, slide forward into cobra. Exhale, release the forehead down to the floor. Arms alongside the body. Inhale, lift up head, chest, legs. Shalavasana, locust pose. Good. With an exhale, slowly release down. Bend the knees. Reach back, catch hold of the ankles. Inhale, lift on up. Head, chest, and knees. Dhanurasana. Good. Exhale, release on down. Again, bend the knees, reach back, catch hold of the ankles. Inhale, lift on up, head, chest, and knees, Dhanurasana. And slowly release down. Turn all the way over onto the back. Place the feet on the floor, lift the hips up, lace the hands behind the back into one fist.
good good musicians do this well too, right? There's there's a time for uh, there's a time in the musical piece to like come together if you're in a band or chorus or what have you. And then there are times uh, when there's a bit more room for individual improvisation and riffs and stuff like that. So, uh, yeah, good, good, a good piece of music is a, is a nice expression of this idea too. Separate the hands, release the back down onto the floor. So usually at Jiva Mukti on the menu, three wheels, five breaths each. For today, we can play with that a little. You can take one wheel for 15 breaths. You could take 15 wheels, one breath each. <laughs> Only one person has ever attempted it in my presence. <laughs> um, uh, and, and that being said, so some combination of 15 breaths, and that being said, if you want to also include some other variations you may be working on, that's perfectly welcome. So go ahead. Some combination of your wheels, and feel free to um, work on any variations that you're working on. No rush, but when you are finished, go ahead and hug the knees into the chest so I know when everyone's done. And then take both knees over to the left side of the body as you look to the right, arms out into a T. Bring the knees into the chest and then go the other way.
Bring the knees into the chest. Set the feet on the floor and let the knees open out to the sides. Soles of the feet rest together. Supta Baddha Konasana. Welcome to stay here in Supta Baddha Konasana or come into your shoulder stand. like to take any variations in shoulder stand you're welcome to so in both the case of community and individual growth um, the one thing that is required is, um, is a sense of uh, commitment. And, th and that commitment seems to be the, seems to um, be the thing in both cases that's necessary for transformation or growth to occur. I hate to use this example, but um, in, like in Bikram class, how they don't let you leave. I've only taken one Bikram class in my entire life. But they're like really insistent that you not leave the room. And although like here, it's fine. You can come and go as you need to. <laughs> you know, we're not that strict about it in that sense. But I will say that in the moments when I've most felt like running out of the room or when I've most felt like taking a break to go to the bathroom or get a sip of water or like, you know, the mind creates this sense of urgency to exit the situation. When, when I've committed to staying, despite that voice in my head that says, nah, get out of here, um, that, those have been some of the most sort of transformative moments uh, in the practice for me. Sometimes just that, that willingness to sort of stick it out or that willingness to sort of see through um, uh, an individual um, obstacle or difficulty or a group uh, obstacle or difficulty. Like, the, like, for example, that's why um, I would say, you know, social media doesn't give us this sense of, of community because there isn't that necessarily that sense of commitment to a group, right? You can just 
say something awful to someone and then you never have to speak to them again or you can block them or you can unfollow them or what, like whatever. So there is, there is this sense that everything's um, exitable and uh, and then we don't have that in our in our real life relationships you know we have to work with the same people you know even if we've had a, a difficulty with someone come to yoga class with the same people no <laughs> <laughs> but there is, there's a sense of commitment, a sense of connection that is invaluable. If you're taking uh, any variations, go ahead and start to wrap them up and come into plow pose, halasana. And then slowly start to roll out of it. And take fish pose, crown of the head to the floor, arching the upper back. Chin to the chest and slowly release down, setting up now for Shavasana.
Start to take some deeper breaths. Bring some movement into the body. Reach the arms long overhead and stretch the feet in the opposite direction. And then relax. One by one, fold the legs into the body. And rolling to the right-hand side, turn to the right. And then come on up to a seated position and set up a seat for meditation. So it's best if you're sitting up on something, either a blanket or block or both. So keep the body still. Focus inwardly on the movement of the breath. Meditation is the part of the practice where we really get to investigate and inquire inside. And by listening inwardly, we can come to know ourselves better and know the places where maybe we're uh, either a bit too individualistic or a bit too other-minded. See where those imbalances exist. And then even just in our awareness of those parts of ourselves where they, they can start to shift and transform.
Thank you. Namaste.